When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to Convos Over Cold Brew with me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. Today we have got my probably number one most requested episode of all time. She is a legend, honestly, in the running world, and probably all of my followers already know who she is and know a lot about her. It is Caitlin Tuohy. Caitlin Tuohy had a phenomenal high school running career. She broke so many records. I don't even know where to begin. I'm sure you guys are all familiar with her. Now she runs at NC State. She just placed second in two events at NCAA indoors. And every week I seem to be getting requests for her to be on the podcast. So finally, today we take the time to chat with her and learn a lot about her. So I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. If you guys want to rep Convos Over Cold Brew merch, we have sweatshirts and we have stickers online. They're available on my website, just emmaabrahamson.com. The link is also in the show notes as per usual if you care to pick something up for you or one of your friends that also listens to the podcast. Thank you guys for rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts. We reached a thousand reviews, which is incredible. You guys are seriously the best, so I appreciate you taking the time to do that. Before we get started, I want to talk about one of my long-term sponsors of the podcast and sponsors of me. That is Inside Tracker. You guys know I swear by Inside Tracker. What Inside Tracker does is they analyze your blood biomarkers and then they take that data and provide you with a clear picture of what's going on inside you. Then they offer you science-backed recommendations for positive diet and lifestyle changes that are individual to your blood biomarkers and how to improve those blood biomarkers to optimize different levels. For me, I've been working every single day to optimize my vitamin D because that is so important. Also going along with that, my B12. I've been taking vitamin D and B12 every single day. I take it all in my greens powder. Inside Tracker also keeps me on track because I get to check it off every single day on the app. They also have new recovery pro tips that take personalized health recommendations to the next level by offering science-backed recovery techniques that are conveniently delivered to you right after wrapping up your workout. Based on the specific duration and intensity of your workout, Inside Tracker will automatically provide you with, with simple yet specific guidance on the most efficient ways for your body to refuel and recover. This is the kind of personalized insight that's like typically experienced with exclusive and really expensive sports dietitians, but now it's available to you within the Inside Tracker app. All you have to do is make sure that your Garmin or Fitbit device is connected to Inside Tracker, turn on push notifications, complete your workout, sync your fitness tracking app within 30 minutes of your workout, and then you automatically get that recovery pro tip following your workout. Right now, for a limited time, you guys can get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. All you have to do is just go to insidetracker.com slash Emma. It's also linked in the show notes as per usual. Now let's get into today's episode. Caitlin, welcome to the podcast. Hands down, my number one most requested guest of all time. I get DMs multiple times a week asking for you to come on. So thank you for taking the time to join me. I know you're probably very busy, so I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Well, to start off, do you want to just give a little introduction into who you are and what you're about? Sure. Uh, My name is Caitlin. I am a sophomore at NC State. And I run. That's, <laughs> that's pretty much all I got. That's all people need to know, uh, that you run and that you go to yeah. NC State. Uh, Kaylin is a very, very good runner. I think you're not giving yourself enough credit. You're a very talented athlete. So I think that's probably why you are my number one most requested guest. But 
I am very curious because I haven't really talked to you. I haven't really had like a, an in-depth conversation and I want to know more about you. So we're going to, we're going to dive into you. We're going to get, we're going to get to know you really well in this episode. So to start off, I just want to know how did you get into running? Oof. Someone asked me this the other day, actually, and there's no like definitive moment where I was like, oh, I'm going to be a runner. I kind of started off. I was a soccer player. My older brother was big into running at the time. And I was like, all right, I'll run just to get in shape for soccer. And then I was in seventh grade. It was the winter season and my middle school didn't have a modified track team. So I ran up for the high school team. And like before that, I was like the runner in like elementary school. Like I would win the school mile and I was like the fast kid. And I did like community fun run races and ran like pretty fast. So my high school, the high school coach like knew who I was. And me and my best friend Haley, we ran up in seventh grade and we both like just fell in love with it. And we like, we both quit soccer and we just, we started running from there. I feel like cross country is like every soccer, well, every, I feel like every soccer coach wants them to do cross country, wants people on their team to like get in shape or whatever. But I feel like it's also their worst nightmare for someone like you where they realize that they're going to lose their soccer player if they're a really good no literally that's what happened my soccer coach was so mad I remember we were doing a workout at the soccer fields and she was like yelling at my cross-country coach my old soccer coach I was like oh god it's so true though or like cross-country it's also that too where I feel like the cross-country coach doesn't like the soccer coach because um, the cross-country athlete is spending more time doing soccer so I feel like there's like a little feud in between those coaches no for sure so you knew you were pretty good right away, you would say? Yeah, I was like, I used to get so nervous for like the school mile. Like an elementary like, school? Yeah, like third, fourth grade, like so nervous. I would like wear my my favorite running outfit to school. Oh, jeez. I was just like so competitive. And the, the fine thing was the the coaches, the gym coaches were like so into it. <laughs> they were like, like they like had their stopwatch ready oh my like gosh were, it was like really funny so was it like co it was just like a co-ed mile they like threw everyone on the track and they're like all right time to yeah, get after just, it like, a physical fitness test we had to do it every year and the do mile you remember what time like, you ran at all or anything probably really i'm trying to remember i think in like elementary school wasn't like an actual mile but yeah, yeah i'm not really sure like were you tra- like seven minutes or something on a really yeah. long were you like training at all or was it just, were you playing soccer at the time? I didn't start playing soccer like competitively, I guess. I played like rec soccer, but I didn't start travel soccer until like fifth grade. But I was just like always outside playing. Like, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of it probably just comes, this is my, my high school um, teammates and I would say, we call it the NT, the natural talent. Um, yeah I guess yeah I guess you can call it that yeah I mean I think a lot of people have that in them and then you kind of build on that and you obviously become a lot better but I mean I feel like I was the same way and a lot of my high school teammates were too where it's like you're not really training that much but then you would just you know go out and run your little fun community runs and you would absolutely crush it and you'd be like okay that was cool and then you move on and then you 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 don't really realize how good you are until later which it seems like maybe middle school for you when you like started training and everything, but I feel like that's a yeah, lot of I, origin stories. That's yeah, that's true. I think it was fourth grade. I ran like a like community five k, and I broke like twenty minutes. I ran like nineteen something. I'm like ten, and I had no idea. Like it was just the community thing. Yeah. And my my teacher, she was like a runner, I guess, was like so like in awe she like wrote in my fourth grade yearbook like my time. Like I still have it. I looked at it like not too long ago. So that's, I guess she knew how good I was at the yeah. time. I had no idea. Well, I mean, I, I was like a little youth phenom as well. Probably you were better, but <laughs> like when I was growing up, I was running really fast and it was kind of the same thing. Like these adults would have these reactions where it's like, oh my goodness. Like when yeah. I was 12 or 13 or something, I ran like a 1736 road 5k. And like, I, I walked off and I was like, I mean, that was really hard, but like, I mean, I guess yeah. that was good. And then I like went and ate my Subway sandwich or something, but I didn't really notice until later in life, like how good that was and how, like from an adult's perspective, it's probably just mesmerizing to watch some little young child just demolish you. 
Yeah. When you're, when you're, I was so small when I was like 10. I just yeah. remember my dad was doing and I was like, I have to beat my dad. Yeah. So that was like, uh, yeah, goal. that's like just the young people's motivation is you don't really know what's going on. You just run and have little yeah. arbitrary things like beating your parents. That's very no, interesting. Yeah. And then, so you got into middle school, you started training, like, were you actually training in middle school or was it like you just joined the team and you were having fun? I, yeah. It's hard to remember. I think we pretty much did like 30 minute runs every day. Yeah. I remember in the summer, it was so fun. My best friend Haley lives down the street and we would go on like our 10 minute pace runs <laughs> and then um, we would be like home alone in the summer because our parents would work. And we would eat like hot dogs and muffins. That's what we called this. It was like, that's, that was our summer. It was Mario Kart, <laughs> slow runs and hot dogs and muffins. That's that sounds <laughs> very ideal. That's like the perfect youth running scenario. So you go for, you oh, go yeah. for your run, you eat weird, crazy food combinations, and then you mm-hmm. play video games. That's like the epitome of middle school running, I would say. Yeah, I didn't start taking running like super, super seriously on me until like ninth grade. I was pretty, pretty serious in eighth grade, but seventh grade was definitely like so oblivious. I had yeah. no idea what I was doing. So but you could I just go and yeah, you could just go and train with the high school then. Yeah, so we would take a bus from the middle school, or they called it upper L. Now that so we had we had elementary school, upper elementary school, and then I guess middle school or like okay. secondary high school. It was like we had four different schools we went through. So when I was in like middle school, I guess we would take a bus after school to the high school and we would have to like sprint down to practice because they were like already starting. Yeah. And then, yeah. So we just joined the high school team from seventh grade on. So what did the high schoolers say when you like came on the team? Were they, did they treat middle schoolers or upper elementary schoolers, whatever it is differently? Um, I guess they thought we were just like, stupid little kids and we were because we were so small Haley and I it was fun though um my brother is two years older than me so like I the girls that were two years older than me I was pretty friendly with because I knew them through my brother yeah yeah so you trained with like the same high school coach for six years then um so for cross country and indoor track yes but for outdoor track I've had like three different coaches oh yeah why was that that people just kept like the turnover or something so my like coach for cross country and indoor he doesn't coach after because he would coach his son's baseball team so then it was just it started off with the boys coach but then he retired and then moved on to a different coach but then she got a job somewhere else and then the sprint coach took over so yeah it was but I I liked it all I liked switching it up yeah I feel like that's just wild I mean if they have someone like you on your team I feel like they would want to stay (laughs) just to see it through uh, yeah Diggs who was my cross-country winter track coach definitely gave some like pointers to yeah um, the coaches yeah yeah um so when did you like start becoming nationally ranked I'm asking you a lot of like stats I'm sorry (laughs) you have to like recall all this history but I need to know I'm very curious um I mean I got a lot of attention from a pretty young age because when I was in like seventh grade I broke five in the mile and it was like I think that was like when people were like oh wow like this girl's like really good and it was like a pretty big deal but it wasn't until like my sophomore year I think until I was like I don't know top I guess in the country yeah and then so when you were reaching that level, like, did you know that you were that good? Like, did you, did you feel pressure on you at that point already? Um, I had no idea. Like looking back, I was like, how did I run those times so young? But <laughs> I had no idea like how fast I was running then, but the pressure, it got to be a lot like starting in like 10th grade. Yeah. Just like media attention and stuff. Yeah. Cause I kind of like came out of nowhere and it was like, it got to the point where like they were trying to get me like security guards at like big meets because like so many oh. kids were like coming up like asking for photos and stuff and I hated it honestly. Security I'm like guards. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. I don't think I actually like got one out of me, but they're like, oh, like we might have to get you because there was when we were at big invitations. I remember this one. It was in New New Jersey for cross country race. I finished the race and I was getting like swarmed by like 
kids and I was like what is going on I was like what is going on my dad had to like get me and we ran back to our team tent I was like what what the heck just happened I guess I was in like a different state like I don't know it was really it was insane I that is like actually so funny I can't even imagine like a high school me just being swarmed by people <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that happen ever like you know like any of like the big like NCAA meets Olympic trials or anything like I don't think of any I've really ever seen anyone get swarmed like that yeah I think it was just because I was like their age so, yeah like, I feel like it's like a professional runner like finishers they would probably be like more respectful but that was just like a kid their their age so like I don't know yeah I feel like you also have come up at an interesting time where social media has become extremely popular because I mean the pro runners now or like even college runners like back in my day no one was like social media just wasn't really a thing and you came in at the perfect generation where kids I mean everyone has social media now so Mm -hmm. I feel like you just became this like literal star on the internet and but you then you were also a mystery because you don't really use social media that much and then you just pop off like these incredible times and I feel like everyone just I mean it was just really cool to watch but then it just it probably also took a toll on you like having so much attention on you at such a young age I can't even imagine what that would like feel like yeah it was a lot in high school at certain points when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Like what, what would you say like took the biggest toll in terms of that? Like, was it just media requests or just things on the internet? Like what, I guess, affected you? Yeah, I think it was just like the expectation. Like I would like be at a meet, I would line up and like everyone would surround the track to watch and like asking for like photos. And like, I feel like at certain points in high school, it was like two or three times a week I was getting told I had to do an interview. And I was like, this kid, I had no idea. Like, that I could say no. Yeah. But, like, I was just like, I was just doing them. And then, yeah, it got to a point when I got older, I was finally realized that I was like, I don't have to do like all these interviews. And I kind of just like shut it off. Yeah. So, like, and like, I don't like posting on social media because then I get like a bunch of comments and stuff. And I feel like I have to go through them. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty yeah. against like the media, I guess you could say. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I was looking today at your Instagram. <laughs> you get so many likes on your photos. You literally get like 30,000 likes. I've never seen a profile that has more engagement. I I don't think than yours, which is so funny because yeah, because it's literally you say, you're like, I don't like posting on social media. Yeah, I don't post that often. Twice twice a year, maybe. I'm going to try to be better. I'm going to try to be better, but like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't need to if you're in college and you're running like, I mean, there's opportunities, I guess, after college, but you can always hire someone to do it if you really don't want to do it, so. I guess. I don't even know what my Instagram looks like. We'll do it. <laughs> I always, like, I, like, joke around. Like, my Instagram is just an NC State fan page now because I, like, only post mine. Fan page. <laughs> just have someone else run it. Have one of your teammates run it and just take pictures of you. <laughs> I just, like, I don't like taking photos either. I get, like, it's so cringy to me. Yeah, I mean, it is. I guess it's just this generation of people, but... At least you're in college and everyone can take pictures of you. So you don't even have to worry about it, really. <laughs> I do. I have, I have like, a secret Instagram. <gasps> Wait, don't tell people, people that, dude. They're going to scrounge <laughs> to find that. They're, they're not, they're not going to find it. Okay. No. Okay, good. Not. A little Finsta action. We love it. Yeah. You need it. And you like, need it. And it's literally just me and my two friends at home. Okay, so yeah, funny. that's great. That keeps you grounded, you know. It makes it more, yeah. that's, like, more fun. I mean, it is fun. I like that. I like that one better than my actual Instagram. Yeah. 
Um, well, how did you like deal with the pressure then? Like, how did you approach races when you knew that all these people were going to be coming to watch and, or if there was like a big race and you had, you know, a record on the line or anything? I think when I was in like high school, I handled it pretty well up until like probably like halfway through my junior year, just because of how oblivious I was. Like, I was just like running, like I had no idea. And then when I started realizing like, or like feeling like the pressure of like, oh, like people have these expectations on me. I was a wreck, like all the time. Like, I felt like I was so stressed all the time. Like my parents, at, at one point, my parents were like, maybe you should just quit. Like, it's not worth it. Yeah, it was it was a lot. And then my first year in college, like the same thing. It was like, I would be a wreck before races. But I think now just like being in college with my teammates, it just makes it like so much easier. Like, because like when I line up with them, I'm like, all right, it's just what we do in practice. It's no big deal. Yeah. So in high school, when you say you were a wreck, would you do anything about it? Or would you just like be a wreck and then you would line up and crush yeah. it every time? <laughs> I would just, yeah, I'd just be a wreck. I don't know. There's nothing I really did to like cope with it. I was just like, you gotta do it. <laughs> Honestly, that's really impressive though, because I've talked about it a lot on my podcast and just in general, like running is very mental. So if you can say mm-hmm. like you were a wreck, almost maybe not almost on the verge of quitting, but like having it brought up in conversation that you can quit if it's taking that big of a toll for you to be able to perform still after being in that state is really impressive. And I feel like that's what people have liked about your running career is that you've been like, I don't know, it seems very mature, like your ability to handle the pressure, even if like maybe on the other side, you feel like you've been a wreck. I feel like from the outward perspective, you've done a very good job of handling it. So just, I mean, I feel like you should know that from the outside. I feel like everyone thinks that you're handling it very well. It just sucks that to hear that it was like so hard for you, but it's good to hear that now you're in a different, I guess, time and Mm -hmm. having the team there is good. Yeah. I would say like my inner circle definitely knew what was up, but yeah. I have a pretty, pretty small, I guess, inner circle, if you want to call it that. Well, again, I feel like but, you have to, you have to have things that keep you grounded. So mm-hmm. that's good. Um, did you like, when you were in high school, did you look up to any runners in particular or anything, or was it kind of just you like, just being like, all right, I'm going to try my best and go break these records. Uh, there's no like there's like people are like the good runners like American distance runners I would kind of like look up to a little bit but I back to like just being oblivious at a certain point like I was kind of just like running like I wanted I was so competitive with myself was the thing like I would finish a race and then instantly be like like you sucked like that wasn't like you could have ran better like you could have done this better you could have done that better like I'm like pretty hard on myself so yeah it was mostly like I would say like less like me wanting to like break a record or like do this more of like me just wanting to be the best I could possibly be. Yeah. What was like your, I guess, best memory of high school or like, this is something that you were really proud of. If anything, Um, I know if, I mean, having that mindset, it's probably hard to even think about something where you're like, wow, that was good. Um, I think my senior year cross country at like Nike cross regionals or whatever, like my teammate Haley really wanted to like qualify individually like our team like didn't really have a shot we didn't think and like the race before she had like a pretty bad race and she just like popped off like ran so well at regionals and we both qualified like I finished and I'm watching her come in I'm like holy crap like there's yeah (laughs) and that was like super cool that we got to go to like NXN together yeah oh my gosh that's so exciting like turning around and yeah. seeing your teammate running so well and even it kind of makes you disregard even your performance but you're like oh, you get so excited that you're gonna have no, this next even experience like, with someone else I like finished and I'm like looking for my mom and she's like doesn't even care about me she's like watching Haley she's like oh my god yeah that was like yeah that was super cool where's Haley now is she running yeah she's running at uh Boston College nice do you see her often ish not really I mean we're both in the ACC so like I'll see her like occasionally during the semester but not until like summer usually and yeah yeah so that kind of sucks but yeah well I'm curious why did you choose NC State because I feel like again with the media everyone was like what is that what is Caitlin Chewy gonna do where is she gonna go to school is she gonna go pro um oh yeah the media a lot of people 
tell me they're like you made the wrong choice or like you should have went like I'm like this is my decision yeah what <laughs> who are you to say you don't know anything about me yeah um but yeah going back to your question I would just say like the people I mean you go to like on your visits and all these schools have like their bells and whistles or whatever but I think I just knew like I was going to be happiest at NC State just because the people like super close to my teammates and the coaching staff like I knew it was just going to be like a perfect fit for me so I feel like the relationships you have are like what like determines your happiness mm-hmm. and I knew like I was gonna perform my best wherever I was happiest and I knew it was gonna be NC State yeah where else did you visit um Villanova Michigan Providence um that's I feel like there's more I don't know I feel like I kind of knew in the back of my I'm a very indecisive person but like I knew in the back of my head even before I took my visits that I was going to go to like NC State because <laughs> I can make Kelsey she was like I guess like my biggest competitor in high school but I always like looked up to her and thought she was like super like team oriented and I'm kind of like that so yeah I kind of knew like NC State was gonna it's gonna be it after like well she committed and I was like that's kind of weird. Like I, NC State wasn't on my radar because back, like I was just oblivious, so I didn't really know like <laughs> college teams that well. Um, so yeah, I think just the people is why. Yeah, I decided to go to NC State. Yeah, and I feel like around that time, I mean, NC State has been popping off, so it yeah. kind of makes sense. Like they're been, definitely like, on the rise. Super consistent, like maybe not like for a second, but they were podium for on the podium for a while. Yeah. So when you were in high school, did you have, I mean, I'm sure you probably, did you have like pro opportunities to like, were you talking with agents and stuff? Um, not like really someone did like call my parents and was like, Oh, like opportunities like here, if you want to like pursue it, like just give us a call. But I, I always wanted to go to college. So it was kind of something I like brushed off. Yeah. You just knew that you wanted to run in the NCAA. Yeah. How come? Just like the team element or? That and like I always wanted to just like go to college, get a degree. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) I never really considered pro running an option straight out of high school. Yeah. It's just so interesting. I mean, coming from the other side, you have no, like we have no idea what's going on. So it was Mm -hmm. just interesting to follow along. And then you have everyone making this like spectacle of just I don't know everyone's coming up with these theories of everything it's the running world is too small honestly and they're it is I've heard like rumors made about myself that's what I mean it's like things everyone just talks about something you're like what is this where is this coming from everyone just makes up stuff because everyone's bored and the world is too small so yeah yeah it's very interesting well what are you majoring in right now I'm in business I started off in engineering my first year really did not like it kind of had a little self-talk of myself it was like engineering is not going to cut it so I, I switched to business and I like it a lot better what kind of engineering were you doing or just like I don't even know what engineering little yeah I was, just in the, I was going to pick biomedical as my concentration um but yeah no I'm in I'm in business now I'm a business gal you're a, you're a businesswoman okay go yeah. off I majored in business. It was good. It's especially if you don't, if you're not really sure what you're going to do down the road. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, nice a good major safe option. It's yeah. a safe option. So I went mm-hmm. that route. Would I have picked something else? Probably maybe now knowing my life, but again, it was a safe option. So, mm-hmm. um, what, what has been like the hardest transition from high school to college for you? What do you say? Hmm. Hardest transition. My first year was was pretty rough, not going to lie. I came in injured, and, yeah, it was just tough because I I felt like I had, like, this pressure and expectation, and I was just, like, super out of shape for a while just because I pretty much didn't run from June of 2020 up until, like, November of that year. And, yeah, I think just, like, trying to deal with an injury, like, in a new environment like didn't really know like I think that was like super tough for me and like being away from my family but yeah I'm super grateful to have my teammates they really they they got me through last year yeah 
I mean, you're not alone in having a hard freshman year. I feel like a lot of yeah. people, it's rare to have a good freshman year. Honestly, people that pop off their freshman year, it's like, how do you, how are you doing that? Because everything yeah. changes. Your entire life has changed basically. And then dealing with an injury on top of that is even like harder. And then also like having pressure on you is even harder than that. But persistence, I mean, it pays off. Obviously you're doing well now. So in terms of like, I guess, not running, like non-running related, what was the hardest transition? Non-running related. Hmm. I think because I came in with like COVID and stuff, um, trying to like manage my, like, I'm pretty good at managing my time, but with online school, it was like kind of tough because I didn't have like a sandstone schedule to follow. It was just like, oh, like here's the recordings for the week, yeah. like watch them. And so the, yeah, I think that was kind of tough, but I think I got it down pretty quickly. Yeah. You're not in like are classes in person now again? Yeah. Okay. That's good at least. I can't even imagine going through college during the COVID time having everything be online. I could just see that being a mess for for a lot of people not having that like structure and then just getting online lectures oh my goodness yeah but other than that I think my transition was was pretty smooth yeah how has this year been different than last year then I mean obviously you're not injured I'm assuming but um I guess how have you yeah just how has it been different um not much different I think just not being injured because being injured kind of was like it's pretty lonely like you're not practicing with the team you're kind of just cross-training on your own so yeah it's kind of nice just going to practice every day rather than like going to the pool or something but I was only injured my first semester last year and then second semester was like same as this year just training running yeah how has the training been different for you than high school um I think the biggest difference is just having teammates like yeah running with people is so much better than running on my own like all my workouts in high school were solo oh. and yeah it's just so nice having people to to like work out with and run with every day yeah oh my gosh I can't imagine going through high school like alone doing workouts alone all the time that would drive me insane I was very grateful to have a good team that we had like four people that were all around my same speed basically so it was mm-hmm. so nice. I I give a lot of credit to people like you or people that just don't have teammates because that would be so rough. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever have a hard time dealing with like, I guess, getting to college and having people be better than you at all? Um, not really. I liked like getting my butt kicked by like yeah. Ellie and Kelsey and all of them. Like it just made me want to like work harder get better like it sucks like getting dropped down like a tempo like you're like oh damn like I wish I stuck with them but I kind of like how it makes me like motivated to like get better and I like really like last year like really look up to Ellie like she won nationals so like it's just cool like seeing her like see her every day I practice like training like doing workouts with her and like oh like she won a national championship like obviously the training works and like she's so it's like yeah yeah I feel like yeah it's just good to I think surround yourself with people that are better than you because it just ultimately levels you up even though it is very humbling like the tempo runs especially freshman year I feel like everyone I mean I went into college just way back in the day but I went into college I would like do tempo runs in high school at literally like 615 pace for like three miles and be like, oh man, that was so hard. And immediately I started doing five mile tempo runs at like 545 pace and I would be absolutely destroyed. Um, (laughs) I don't think it was the best progression, to be honest, to just throw me into that, but it really does humble you. But then you also Mm -hmm. get better with it. So there's pros and cons, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, for sure brief little intermission here to talk about something that is really exciting in my life. Today's episode is brought to you by my brand, Crazed Foods. You guys know we've come out with energy bars, high protein iced coffee powder, we have shaker cups, but now we have a new product. As you know, per the name of this podcast, 
I am a coffee lover, and I have a special place in my heart for cold brew coffee. The tricky part is that cold brew coffee is quite a bit of work to make on your own and requires basically a whole night of planning. And that's a lot to ask when you're not feeling like planning ahead. So instead of reaching for a quick option like a K-cup, I now have an alternative for you that doesn't taste like all the other gross instant coffees out there, which are not that great. Crazed Foods Coffee Concentrate is a quick cold brew solution that I'm really digging right now. We just came out with it, just launched it on Amazon. Not to mention, it has nearly double the servings of most of the competitors. It has 96 servings in each bottle. All you have to do is use one teaspoon and eight ounces with your favorite liquid of choice. So you can use it like you would any other coffee, add milk, sugar, ice, whatever you feel like, and have coffee shop level creations at the palm of your hand. Now I don't even DoorDash my $14 cold brew, which was a bad habit of mine because I've got Crazed Foods Liquid Coffee Concentrate. It's available right now on amazon.com. Just search Crazed Foods coffee or something and you'll be able to find it it's really easy so the link is in the show notes as well go check it out our newest product it's so exciting and i hope you guys love it now let's get back into today's episode what are like your goals for ncaa running um really no kind of just taking it day by day obviously try to win another uh team title in the fall um yeah just work on the little things yeah more tools the toolbox as my coach says learn different strategies because like in high school I would just like run like from the gun like but now I'm like I you need to learn how to race like yeah. NCAA, NCAA's indoor was like pretty humbling because it's like just I'm not used to this like we're pretty much running a fart like in the 5k like I've never been in a race situation like that so just growing I guess as yeah runner. and also going into those races in college where everyone is so good and you're like where did you all come from because I was running alone last year and now I'm in this race and everyone's really good and everyone's beating me. Like it, I don't know. It's just a, again, a humbling experience, but you learn a lot. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be yeah, fun to definitely. watch your progression though over the years. I'm sure a lot of people are excited. Yeah. <laughs> How was it winning um, cross country with your team though? Oh, uh, that was I don't even have words. I mean, you won a team title at Oregon, right? So you yeah. Know, you know what it's like. It's just so cool being able to, like, do something bigger than yourself, like a collective team effort like that. And it was just really special. Definitely a moment I will – or memory I'll cherish forever. Yeah. Did you guys know you won pretty soon after? Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, we, we ran the race, whatever. We all finish. I'm like on the floor dead. But Kelsey, my teammate, screaming like, that's five, that's five. Like we had five in so quick. We had five all Americans. So like we got our top five in like our spread was only like 18 seconds or something. Yeah. It was really it was really crazy. So I think when we knew we had five in that quick that we won. Yeah, but five then all Americans, you're like, mm, I think if that doesn't win, yeah. that's sad. That yeah, that would have been really, really embarrassing if we didn't end up winning because we were pretty much celebrating before we even knew because we just assumed because <laughs> we had five in like so quick. But yeah, that was just really cool. All our teammates drove down to watch. We had a ton of alumni there. Our soccer team actually played in Tallahassee the night before, so the whole women's soccer team was there. We definitely had the biggest crowd. It was yeah. crazy. What'd you guys do to celebrate? Honestly, it was, it was, I wish we did something better, but pretty much we finished the race, cooled down and stuff, like, but it was, like, media, like, interviews, and then, like, we chartered a flight home, and, like, it got delayed, so, like, it took, we're on the bus forever, and then we went straight to, like, the bell tower, which is, like, a super, a super big deal, like, at NC State to, like, go in the bell tower, and so that was, like, really cool, but we never really had, like, a moment of like the seven of us like alone to just like let it settle in and to like practice that next Monday and we're just on like a normal continuous run and we were just like so still happy I think that was like the moment that like one of my favorite moments was like a few days later just like on our run on our run alone just letting it like kind of just like marinate what we did and like what happened yeah so that was yeah it's such a surreal moment though. Like just mm-hmm. like those first couple of practices after you're like, did we really just do that? Like, it's just kind of funny just to think yeah, about. Like, it was just like this, the atmosphere is just different. Like it's hard to explain. <laughs> yeah, the atmosphere just, like, is different. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but it was, yeah, it was really, really no, the vibes are different. Fun. We like, I felt elite, you know, when we were running around, yeah, we we're like, we're the best yeah. in the country. <laughs> and like, no one, literally no one cares, but we're like, we're really good. No, no, no one cares at all. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. The funny thing for us. So we, I mean, we had kind of the same experience. Like we, we didn't charter a plane back. I just remember it, it was in Terre Haute. Mm-hmm. and we had like a layover we got back at literally probably 2 a.m and like delirious of course like we were happy but we were all so tired we get off the bus like of course if any other sport like they won NCAAs I feel like there would be like people there being like Whoa! or whatever we get off the bus just nothing and we're like yeah <laughs> like this is great we won and it, it was just oh, funny so though because it was I mean it's just kind of like the same thing it's like it, I don't know a few days later or like even on the bus ride mm-hmm. we were just like oh my gosh I can't believe that happened or we went back to the hotel after it happened and then we were all in the room and we're like daddy champs daddy <laughs> champs but that was like the only celebration we had um yeah trying to think of it. we didn't really even do anything it was very yeah. anticlimactic <laughs> we did get back to the hotel though and I, I they must have asked us what we wanted to like eat before and people were like just like spitting out ideas and they got us like everything oh. we got back to our team room and there was like pizza burgers like panda express like you name it it was there and it was i was like when when did this happen yeah like, who got this food who got this food to the hotel but that was fun was Jeez. Just, like, yeah gourmet yeah. we had like frozen cookies in our um little tent area but no one was eating them because it literally took them like an hour and a half to get the results for when we were there. And we, I do remember that. Oh, it was so annoying. You had a vlog, right? Yeah. Or I don't even remember. Yeah. Like, yeah, it or was like a video. I remember yeah. watching that. Yeah. It literally took so long. Like that was the most annoying thing, but honestly we were just happy because we were ranked so low that it didn't even like, if we had gotten second, we still would have been happy, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was, we just had those cookies, but the whole experience, again, it's just something that you'll never forget. And it's really hard to explain because you and I can yeah. talk about it because we know exactly what it feels like, but everyone else are like, that sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you don't get it. Okay. No. Yeah. Exclusive. Yeah. This is it. an exclusive club. <laughs> Mine happened literally. Oh my God. Ew, literally like five years ago. That makes me want to barf. That's so long ago. Um, Okay, another question. <laughs> Getting back on track, so we don't like go into our own little world. Um, people ask, like, do you have a lot of in- inner team competition within your team? Because I mean, you guys are really good. So, um, not like at practice, we we do a really good job, like working with each other and like supporting each other at practice. But outside of practice, we are super competitive. Like board games, card mm. games, we have. We did like a dessert competition. The coaches like judge and everything. We're playing international chopped this weekend. Oh, and, you know, like the, the TV show, like chopped. Yeah. So we're playing that. So yeah, we we get pretty competitive outside of practice. Healthy competition. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. What does it like a day in the life look like for you? Um, it's nothing, nothing special. Wake up, coffee um if it's a workout day double go to class practice you go to dinner you just spend like two hours just hanging out at dinner homework it's pretty it's pretty boring nothing out of the ordinary I guess you could say sounds like a typical student athlete life yeah but literally student athlete grind just just like every other athlete I guess yeah do you have any hobbies um I don't know I like to, uh, I don't know what I do. for. We just like play games and stuff when I have free time. Yeah. Just hang out with my teammates. Yeah. No, I wish I had something cool. Like I wish I could say I was like an artist or something. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people are the same way. I mean, any like runner, especially like an elite runner, I feel like you don't really have time to have the hobbies, you know? No, yeah. (laughs) The hobby is running basically. And then it becomes your life. So I, I hate, honestly hate asking that question, but I wanted to know, like, maybe you had something up your sleeve. You're like, I'm actually really good at crocheting or something. Do you have any secret hobbies, like talents? No, I guess YouTube ended up being mine, which I didn't even know existed until very late. I, I've always liked social media. That was my little hobby. But then, 
then it became my job. So I don't think it's considered a hobby anymore. I am decent at knitting and making bracelets. Really? Yeah. Making little friendship bracelets, but I wish I had one to show you. I don't right now. But I didn't really do that in college. I did the same thing as you, where it was like, you wake up, you eat, you run, you eat more, you go to class, you eat, you watch Netflix, or you hang out with your teammates, and then you go to bed. Yeah, typical. Yeah. Um, Do you have, like, I mean, you probably, considering your answers to the past questions about goals for NCAA running, do you want to go pro? Like, is that the, I guess mindset you have at all or are you still just taking it day by day yeah I mean I would like to it's always been a goal I've had like my favorite time of the semester is like right before class start or right after the end where you're just running and you know, <laughs> <laughs> where, you don't, where you can have the same day in the life just exclude the school part exclude the class part yeah, yeah. that's I like we call it we're like we're living the pro life it's like a two weeks on the year but yeah yeah it, it, I'm taking it day by day but definitely Something I would like to do after collegiate running. Yeah. This just in. Caitlin wants to go pro eventually. Whoa. You, oh you would have never guessed. No, like no one guessed. would ever know that. Um okay, well, I we have quite the list of listener questions. We've already been through some of them actually, but oh, I want to make sure to get yeah. to a few. Honestly, they're not that juicy. I was like, I was hoping like some of your teammates mm. or something would ask something like juicy, but I didn't really get any juicy ones. They were very like stat oriented. Like, what was your mileage in high school? Which oh gosh, I don't know. No, you don't even need to answer because I didn't even write that one. <laughs> Sorry to everyone asking. Now I just offended the people that <laughs> asked. Um, okay, well, this is, I mean, still kind of stats oriented. What is the hardest track workout you've ever done? Oof. Um, not sure. I think, oh, in high school, I had to do broken 600s once. So it was like 300, it was like 30 second break, 300. And he wanted me doing them in like 40 seven 46 or and then like my last set had well he wanted it like 45 45 and I like died oh I was my like gosh that was really rough in college they're all like I don't know we last year when I was pretty out of shape coming back this was my first workouts with like Ellie and all of them we did some 800s and then four two two and she had to like cut my last four into like 200s because I was I was pretty much walking in those uh that last like 50 meters gone lactic so yeah it happens to the best of us sure (laughs) yeah it happens yeah but yeah there's nothing that really stands out there's been a few though that were like pretty tough oh my gosh I just can't wait well actually last year probably I feel like you'll look back in college freshman year was always like the hardest most dramatic workouts and then you just get better Mm -hmm. at working out over time which you probably already realized from having an extra year pretty much under your belt but Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see if that ever changes. Like if you have a new workout that just like puts you through the ringer. Mine was, yeah. the, mine was like the same. It was like some, it was like a six, four, three, two workout that I had to do right after coming back from injury. It was the same thing where I got thrown into it. And I, it was literally mm-hmm. the same thing. And my last like 400 of that final set had to be cut into two hundreds. Cause I was walking yeah. <laughs> just so excruciating coming back from injury. Yeah. Oh, do you have any like, I guess workouts that you hate doing? No. I well it's not fun doing like really we don't really do a lot of like just speed, but when I'm doing like two hundreds or something, like people like Sam Bush and like Anna Vest, they're like super speedy. So it's never <laughs> fun getting getting dropped um like the short reps just because like you feel like you're trying so hard. Yeah, you're, you're like, like, there's literally nothing you can do and your legs are moving as fast as possible and you're gritting your teeth. Yeah, and you're you just like drunk. can't match their pace. But I like, like workouts are like my favorite part of training for sure. Like I like I'm better than, I like it better than racing. Really? Yeah. Like I I just love like workouts, like grinding with my teammates because it's just, you're having fun with it. On race day, like you have to be serious. Yeah. Like you're still serious on workout days, but it's just like, it's more fun yeah there's less pressure on a workout day yeah yeah. like to perform at some level like if you need Mm -hmm. to cut the last 400 into twos yeah it humbles (laughs) you but it's fine yeah no one's gonna write about it in a newspaper (laughs) okay do you 
run by when you run by yourself do you listen to music on the treadmill yes I against popular opinion really like the treadmill I love running on the treadmill yeah why like in the winter in the winter I will opt for the treadmill more times than not probably Um, I don't know I just like like zoning out listening to my music you can and you can cruise on the treadmill yeah um but outside now I like being like able to know what's going on around me yeah what do you listen to (laughs) oh no (laughs) no I'm just I'm just laughing gotta give a a shout out to my girl Hannah who big Drake fans Mm. yeah listen to a lot of Drake um you know big booty mix on SoundCloud of course yeah that's yeah, honestly great that's it's always, like the perfect yeah. running playlist mm-hmm. that's a good good safe yeah what's your favorite drake song. song uh it's different it changes like i i drink around i have like the song of the week and every week i have like a new it's usually a drake song that i yeah. like or j cole oh so good yeah. i've been rocking to feel no ways by drake recently i think i've been in yeah. my like feels or something but i'm like <laughs> Why am I like listening to this so much? Yeah. I love Drake though. Oh my gosh. He's like always on my top five Spotify. Mm-hmm. He was, yeah, number one this year for me. Does that say something about us? Like, are we, what does that mean? I think we just have really good tasty music. That, okay. That's yeah. That's what it says about us. I'm going to start telling people that. <laughs> um, have you ever had periods of burnout? Burnout, like physically or mentally? Just both. Either one. Um, I think like plateaus in high school. I I don't know if I would call it like burnout, but definitely mentally like, like I feel like every year at the end of like cross country or like towards the end of the spring season, especially in high school, I would get like super burnout this year, like in college, not really just because I I enjoy it a lot more than I did in high school, just because it's, I feel like it's less pressure and just enjoy being around my teammates but yeah I would say I would have like mental burnouts more than physically so what would you do to overcome them just take a break yeah just take take a step away I guess yeah which is hard to do when you like love just like training but like a step away from racing I guess yeah um what is your biggest strength and your biggest biggest weakness as an athlete? Ooh. Um, I think they kind of go together. I'd say my biggest strength is how like hard I work, but my biggest weakness is that I tend to go over that line and okay. overwork a little bit. Um, yeah, I definitely make my coaches pretty mad because I tend to push <laughs> it. Like what? Just like on easy runs or what? What aspect of training? No, easy runs in high school, easy runs, yeah, I would run like six minute pace, literally. <gasps> I don't, yep. <laughs> I that's like, like a, that's yeah. such a common mistake though for high schoolers. Like I see high schoolers on like social media now, they're like, I don't know, they yes. run like seven minute pace on their runs. I'm like, what are you doing? You don't need yeah. to do that. So all the high schoolers listening, take your, your easy days easy. I feel like as a lot of every single person really has said this. So I hope yeah. someone at least has taken that into account mm-hmm. and listens because Caitlin's yeah, saying I mean, it again. Yeah. You got to learn the hard way sometimes, but yeah. yeah, I feel like in high school, especially you think you're like invincible, but uh, you learn that you're not <laughs> the hard <laughs> way. I guess. Yeah. So then what do you mean? Like why, what area do you push yourself in now that makes your coaches annoyed? <laughs> Now it's usually like before a race, like we have a workout and like I hammer the last rep or something and they're like, mm. why'd you do that? Or, <laughs> or yeah, or like, I like to do like, if I get yelled at a lot, but I, so I don't really do it as much, but like doing like extra cross training or something. Mm. Like, no, I felt a little tired today. Why was that? Uh, um. I biked yesterday. Like, <laughs> like, why do you think you're tired? Yeah learning though learning yeah learning 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 it's all a process um what is your why for running like why do you run it's hmm. a good question I think I don't know I just just love it like I love training of running with my teammates just it's very fun for me I guess so like feel very grateful that I get to do what I love every day 
Yeah. yeah. It seems like you just love running, like just the act of running and pushing yourself. Yeah. That's the thing. I just love like, yeah, pushing myself, seeing what I could do, test your limits and stuff, all that cringy stuff. <laughs> Push yourself to your limits. That's true. Finish yeah. on empty. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, would you still run if you were not good? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good question. <laughs> oh, like, yes, but competitively, uh, I don't know, maybe. I feel like I would become one of those people that do, like, races that you don't try to win. You just try to, like, complete, like, marathons or, like, ultra marathons, like, stuff like that. Like, I'd be, like, a hobby jogger. But I don't yeah. know. If I was, like, bad at, like, I don't know. If I was bad in high school, I don't I don't know. That wouldn't change <laughs> things around. I have, I feel like I need to add that question to every episode that I talk about with, like, yeah, that's really a, good that's runners. I've asked it a few times, so that one just came to my head, and I was like, I what do uh, what do they usually say? Or is it different? Usually, it's the same answer. It's like no, <laughs> <laughs> like yes, because I love running, but I wouldn't. I don't know if I would, if I was like really bad. I don't know if I would have went to college for running. Like, well, I that's, it's hard to even put into perspective because it's like you don't. Yeah, I don't know. That's because then that would be like your like every person's best is different. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then that's the thing. Like. You're just trying to like be better, but it's yeah, a different perspective at a different level. So yeah, I would say yeah, I would still <laughs> you change your answer. Like, yeah. I'm changing my answer. Yeah. I would yeah. still run. There we go. Okay. Um, okay, let's see. Oh, what criticisms have you received as an athlete and how have you dealt with them? Oh my gosh. <laughs> too many, too many to list. Well, what's like a, a common one? People like to give like unsolicited advice. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's it, just the internet and the media in general. So mad. Like I don't go like I don't like I made a mistake once or twice going on like what's wrong and like no, again. yeah, no. That site. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't like I don't like what's wrong. Yeah, I've received a lot of criticism. Too too much accounts. Like, why are people criticizing? I'm like a 16-year-old kid just running. People are like, oh, like she's gonna burn out, like all that. It's, it's ruthless out there it really yeah. is i don't know yeah i take it with a grain of salt though yeah like who Which are these like, people yeah saying easy it. to say when like running's going well but like when you're doing pretty bad or like injured like it'll it'll get to you like yeah. it really will yeah if you're scrolling through those like message boards on let's run when you're when you're feeling down oof. yeah or like you have a bad race and it's just people are already like posting like like leave me alone yeah. I'm just like leave kid. me alone I had one bad day okay yeah well that, I think that's why like I struggled so much with the pressure in like high school because like one bad day and people were like she's gone yeah like it's like ridiculous yeah um let's see what's your do you have any embarrassing running stories oh embarrassing running stories um, I feel like everyone has like stories where they have to like go to the bathroom on their run or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um there's definitely has I there's nothing nothing that sticks out, but yeah, nothing that comes to mind right away. I've definitely done something embarrassing on the run. I just can't remember. <laughs> I feel like you go on so many runs, like there has to be something like every once in a while that just goes, I don't know, wrong or is embarrassing. But I feel like I just tend yeah. to like forget about it. It just mm-hmm. meshes in with all the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, I already asked you your hobbies. That was kind of my last question. But the final question I have is, do you have any advice to your younger self? Um. Yeah, I would say to my younger self, like, don't take running so seriously. Like, I feel like I took it way too serious in high school. Like, I wish I kind of had more fun with it. My Towards the end of my, like, high school career I guess definitely had started having more fun with it but yeah don't don't take it so serious just have fun with it don't let the criticism get to you yeah like do you you know yeah that's good advice I always say that too I feel like now high schoolers I mean everyone's running so fast that it's like yeah everyone feels the need to like level up but I feel like high school is a time to enjoy it yeah it's easy to say for me who is old and yeah, did enjoy easy. her high school experience yeah it's easy to say because like high school my high school career like gave me so many opportunities like 
here at NC State and stuff. So it's like easy to look back and say like, oh, don't take it too seriously. But yeah, very like grateful where it got me. But yeah, I'd say like had more fun with it. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good way to end the episode. Um, I do you want people to follow you on Instagram from this episode? Everyone probably already does, but they can they can if they want. They're not gonna they're not gonna see too many posts very often. I'm I'm pretty bad at Instagram, but if they want to, you can go ahead at Caitlin Dewey. There we go. All right, Caitlin. Well, thank you for taking the time to come on and enlightening us with uh, your life and your goals of taking it one day at a time. And we're all excited to see where it goes down the road. Um, but to close out the episode, can we get a good old peace out, fellas? Of course. Thanks for having me. Peace out, fellas. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Commas Over Cold Brew. I hope you enjoyed it. Super fun talking with Caitlin and hope you got to know her a little bit better, her life behind the scenes, what growing up, being so good at running has been like, her transition to college. We talked about a lot in today's episode, to be honest, but remember to follow us on Instagram at Commas Over Cold Brew Pod to be up to date and submit listener questions. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you loved the episode. Tell your friends, your family, your favorite fellas about the podcast. Word of mouth helps me a lot. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will catch you all in the next one. Peace out, fellas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.